it is a Wednesday morning, and of course, that means time for us to check in for our weekly visit with our favorite family physician, Dr. Stan Anderson. Good morning, Dr. Stan. Hey, Pam. Great to talk to you. Well, it's Ash Wednesday, so a lot of folks might be eating fish today, and, you know, they they also maybe made a, a... resolution not to eat candy, (laughs) all of those things. But boy, you know, our subject today, we're going to be talking about obesity because, you know, I would bet you that there are, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I would imagine that there are people out there who are obese, but don't realize that they are. Yeah. So there's more than one way to look for it. So the standard that we look at is what's called the body mass index which has to do with your height and your weight, and we end up making a calculation. But there are some people who end up having more muscles. So as a result, the BMI may not be as accurate for that. So um, Tom Cruise, for instance, technically his BMI was 30.2. But the difference is, is he's not obese. Tom Cruise has a lot more muscle than the average person. So that would be an example of where the BMI fails. The second thing that we're looking at is we're now looking at the waist circumference. So if you take a simple measuring and you um, basically um, measure around right below the belly button by about an inch and you end up basically taking that measurement in women, any waist circumference right around the belly button at 35 five inches is considered obese and in men, excuse me, in men 35 and in women 32. So it ends up being a, um, a another way of looking at the, the risk of whether or not your weight is something which is dangerous for you. So if you measure your waist, there's, everybody's pulling out their tape measures right now, <laughs> going, wait a minute here, or maybe they're not. Um, you know, how much does exercise help all of this? I mean, what, what can we do to, to try and fight this off? Yeah, and this is the 2018 uh, NHANES recommendations. What they said was that exercise is vitally important, that the more exercise that we get, the more likely it is things will be better. So the NIH has come up with some guidelines of saying everybody should shoot for several simple things. One, try to get 10,000 steps a day. Well, that's not very easy to do if you have like a, a bad joint or you've injured yourself or it just plain hurts to walk. And so 10,000 steps may be reasonable for some people, may not be. The other thing that they recommend is 150 minutes of moderate exercise. So with that, it can be swimming. It can be anything that you would do um, at the YMCA or at Planet Fitness or wherever you go. Or if you have an exercise equipment in the basement that's been collecting dust, then you can dust it off and you can start using that again. Because in a recent study, what they said was people that exercise and try to get 150 minutes per week lower the risk for developing diabetes by 50%. So the critical thing is doing more then what you're currently doing is one of the most important things. All right. And what about um, comparing uh, the amount of obese people to, say, 20 years ago? 
Yeah, this was kind of an interesting. This was the um, NHANES guideline recommendation. What they found was when they were looking at um, where the numbers were in 1999 to 2002, so it was three-year measurements that they did. So they did it 99 to 02, 03 to 06, 07 to 10. Uh, so you can get the sense. So the most recent was a five-year was 2015 to 20. So it's basically 2000 to 2020. Things have changed. The average person has gained 10 pounds. So what that means is the class one obesity went from 22.5% to 26.5. The people with um, severe obesity went from 10% to almost 15%. What's kind of interesting is people that are normal weight, so people that you would say, okay, this is what is normal. These are adults, ended up going from 17% now to just 12.7%. So the weird thing is, is that right now, the only percent of people that are in the quote unquote normal range, it's just 12.7% of us. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. Like, oh my goodness. There's sugar sweetened processed foods everywhere. And those taste better than the healthy stuff that our parents taught us to eat. So, yeah, it's really a hard, hard thing. Plus, we also say, we just had this discussion last week, it's it's expensive to eat healthy sometimes. You know, that sh- some of that sugary stuff is cheaper, you know, or carb-filled stuff is cheaper yeah. than yeah. the healthy it's stuff. A lot, it's a lot easier and faster yeah. to get something that's in a bag than it is to prepare something from scratch. All right, so let's also talk about what what kind of risks do you have if you are obese? Yeah, so it basically increases your risk for almost every disease. The new consensus statement from the U.S. Obesity Care Organizations uh, basically said, and I'm going to read this, obesity is a highly prevalent chronic disease characterized by excessive fat accumulation or distribution that presents to health and requires lifelong care and virtually every system in the body is affected by obesity. Major chronic diseases include diabetes, heart disease, and 26 different kinds of cancer. So if you think about almost every cancer, it is worsened if you have the uh, the diagnosis of obesity. So it's just one of those weird things, one of those uncomfortable things that your orthopedic surgery is going to be harder to do. You're going to be more likely to injure your joints. Um, Your heart is affected, higher risk of atrial fibrillation, stroke. Everything is negatively impacted, as well as, obviously, the diabetes conundrum. Well, I I know that next week we're going to talk about uh, weight loss medications and some new rules and things like that. But talk today about um, the surgery. I mean, people, that seems to be something that's more popular as well. Yeah. And so um, this was uh, looking at people who had surgery back in the 80s. And so it's now a 40-year follow-up. And what they found was people that had surgery ended up having a dramatic decrease in having almost any kind of cancer, heart disease, 
and further down the road, orthopedic injury. Because the problem also is, is that people who have the diagnosis of obesity have dramatically more frailty. It hurts to do more. It's difficult to do more. People who ended up having the surgery were able to do more. And the consequence of not doing as much is you're going to end up having dramatically more frailty and therefore dramatically decreasing your life. If you go from a obesity category of category three or more and you go to um, out of the obesity category, you basically can add eight years to your lifespan. So diabetes, all of that gets better. Every heart problem, every cancer issue all of them are obviously better with weight loss. All right. Well, next week, like I said, we'll talk more about uh, weight loss medications and the rules and all those kinds of things. Sound good? Hey, thanks, Pam. Look forward to it.